Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Do you guys know why they call gumshoes gumshoes? Presumably because they have gum on their shoes for unknown reasons. But but a gumshoe means you're a good detective, right? Because yeah. maybe so like I think you, it's you... back in cowboy days, you'd put gum on your shoes and you'd hold your foot up and you could tell which way the wind was blowing and that would take you right to crime. Oh, like depending on how you bounce after stepping from the gum that bounces your way to, to bad no, no, neighborhoods? No. It's like the gum aids your crime sense in a sort of psychic sniff kind of way. Like it aids your crime smelling sense. Like McGruff, sense. the crime dog. Like McGruff. Or the exactly or like even McGruff. better, Dolph Lundgren, whose entire exactly head like is a Lundgren. dog. That's nose. exactly what it is. You know what? That's exactly it. So it's Dolph Lundgren. So the reason it's called gumshoe is because it's Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Actually, the fun story is the Lundgren, and the last part of his name stands actually for Dolph Lund Gumshoes Wren. Oh. But he shortened it to work in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, Hollywood's not going to take an ethnic name like that. Yeah. You know, Swedish names are so hard for Hollywood people to pronounce already. I know, right? Uh, also, you don't want to get pigeonholed in the detective role. Right? I mean, Yeah, that's, or the Swedish role. Yeah. You want to be... You wanna be as versatile as possible you want it to be like oh i'm batman oh i'm the joker oh i'm superman oh i'm wolverine you know you want to be into any comic book movie they will get you because that pays out good yeah versatility pass that whatever you're not going to get that if your cast is the you know crime sniffing dog man every time (laughs) what is he he takes a bite out of crime then he does full penetration i don't know have y'all heard about the 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 new marvel superhero though or he's a crime fighting dog man who no, crime fighting dog man. Yeah, I mean he's coming. Okay. Yeah, he's he's being played being played by this guy. Oh, is he not here? Dolph Lundgren's coming yeah, back. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, he's really, coming back. Dude, I really like. They, they they realized we we need are running out of characters. We need to use our dog detective character and yeah. who better. And you know what's great about that comic is that it did have full penetration in it, and that's what really yeah. made the comic sell so well. You know, he takes and a you know, after crime. Dolph has been trying so hard not to sell out, he's finally just reached the point where, man, he just needs some money, and so he's going back to the old standard. Mm. Do you think they're going to then make a Birdman remake, but with Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> now, that'd be a little too much. <laughs> Maybe? I mean... I wouldn't put it past him. Potentially? <laughs> Hollywood these days, who knows? I wouldn't pass, put it past those fuckers. And you know what else I wouldn't put it past... Fred to try and kiss Berber today because they're in love. Because we're reading Gay Tales. Part fun? six. Coming on. Coming gay hot tales. off the domestic abuse scene. <laughs> yeah, that was gay some tales. intense Whoa. shit. Whoa. Whoa. I will beat up my boyfriend because it's Gay Tales. Whoa. Whoa. I will verbally abuse the ones I love. Whoa. Ooh, this is a lot, a lot darker of a romance. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it became a lot darker. It did become a lot darker damaged speaking of darkness this chapter is entitled nightmares oh we're coming in hot here so let's do a quick recap of the story so far no 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 recaps are needed no recap if you're not if you need a recap you're not a true fan you're on part six (laughs) not a true fan (laughs) if you're on part six and you're like what had happened in part five you guys not like you need a recap i'm gonna hit you with my kneecap (laughs) <laughs> oh Ooh, the oh, bar yeah. of, the sick flows i like it when a, a tv show every single episode they recap the entire series so far mm-hmm. so it just increasingly becomes the longer and longer recap until by the end of like the second season 
an episode like just minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like forty minutes. minutes of recap, and then it's six minutes of new dialogue. But you have to process that new dialogue. So I, I kind of like the the break. You know, it becomes denser and denser. At the risk of sounding like Jerry Seinfeld, what about when they show the recap? <laughs> And they show a character that hasn't been in it for a long time, and you know the character's going to be in there. What's up with that? What is up with that? I married a child. God damn it, Jerry too? <laughs> I, he dated like a 16-year-old. Okay, that's slightly better. Not really, but... At least he didn't marry your <laughs> he daughter. Didn't, he, didn't do, he didn't pull a Ted Nuge. Where you yeah, no one goes full Ted Nuge. <laughs> Actually, lots of people go full Ted Nuge. I was about to say, his name was Woody Allen. He married someone. <laughs> Woody, yeah, Allen. Woody Allen pulled Step a Ted Nuge in as well. Yeah. Oof. 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 And you know what? We also go oof when we listen to King Tales. Uh, well, you guys ready to get back on the horse? We're in this Lovers series. And uh, we, as we just left off, there was a big fight. Almost some, some domestic abuse happened. That was pretty pretty intense. But this is the next chapter, and it's called Nightmares. Sleeping together was their usual, more even like tradition. It started by accident, poverty, and occasion. Then because... <laughs> God damn, I love that. Then because it was more economical and warmer, and after all, nicer and cozier. And then, then even if they had choice, they preferred to sleep together. Tonight wasn't different. Men were laying in bed together. Body to body, spoon to spoon. They lied for a longer... But to but. <laughs> they lied for a longer while now. Fred being Big Spoon, embracing Berber, who just ended up grabbing his hand. There wasn't much more to do, to be honest. All nice, cozy, and warm. But Redhead couldn't sleep. At this point, he didn't want to wake up his boyfriend with his body wiggling back and forth like looking for a better position. But he also knew that most probably that's the night when he would be unable to sleep at all or would have some terrible nightmares. And so hour after hour passed and he was still conscious. Fred. Dwarf murmured quietly. Yeah. Fred asked, but he was aware that his man is sleep talking, most probably. Oh, thank God. You're awake? Wait. You're awake? Berber rotated. Now he was face to face with Mage. Yeah. You know that I can't sleep sometimes. The real question is why you're awake, Burby. Yes. (laughs) He asked softly, his hand on Berber's hair, stroking them gently. Well, I had this nightmare, he said sheepishly, his eyes looking everywhere, but not at Redhead. My poor baby, I'm here, you're safe. Also, you're strong enough to defend yourself too. Want to talk about that nightmare? He asked with true sympathy, lefting small kiss on Dwarf's forehead. I'd rather not. But I think it would be for the best, he said, his sad expression breaking Redhead's heart. So, you see, in my dream there was you. And to this point, it was a pretty nice dream. It was. But then everything got so fucked up, and eventually I found you dead. I don't know how this happened, and... And... His voice cracked. 
Then he hugged Fred with all his might, like he was afraid that he might lose him any minute now. He was shaking a bit, but Fred guessed that probably let it be like this plead he wasn't sobbing. Ah, come on, BB. I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I don't plan on dying nor leaving you. I promise. He said, leaving a sweet kiss on top of the brown-haired, brown-haired man head. I hope you don't, he said, looking up at his boyfriend. You know, I wouldn't be disappointed in you. I would be disappointed in myself, because I truly love you and I want you to be happy. Alive and happy. Oh, my dear, said Fred with quiet laughter and soft smile on his face. You know that I already am. I'm alive and happy with you, because... You know that I love you, right? Berber had surprised expression at first, but then he laughed. Of course I know. You said it already. It was yesterday. That was your first confession today. Then, thank you. I love you too. Good night. He said while leaving a kiss on Fred's lips. Try to sleep, okay? Ah, boy. No, I won't be able to. (sighs) Why? I promised that I won't be dead. So now I'm going to have to have my head on my neck and be attentive to any danger. And also, would look at your pretty sleeping face. Berber laughed. Said, I love you, dumbass. One more time, then cuddled himself into another warm body and fall asleep soon after. Snore. <laughs> Boring. This went poorly. <laughs> what this... the hell? What? No. They didn't uh, they do wasted this to me. It. They wasted they it. They didn't do this to me. You are going to have the best chapter in your entire book, and you are going to follow up with that garbage? I'm actually okay with it, and here's why. (laughs) Because it shows how in abusive relationships there's long periods of boring normalcy in between these hot flare-ups. I think it's realistic. They get back to their usual routines, they reconcile, and then, you know... But we didn't see the reconciliation at all. Like, literally, the best question was... I'm okay with that. Am I going to come back? Are we going to come back from this? I was like, yes, there's going to be some drama, and then it's like... I think it it casts the previous chapter in the light that if, since this reconciliation wasn't important, then maybe this is a very, very common occurrence. Like, maybe they're just beating the shit out of each other all the time. Well, if maybe not that necessarily, because it seemed like a little exceptionally far, but like the sort of jealousy and fighting and constantly getting on each other's nerves is a common occurrence, and so, like... It didn't make that one that much more special, you know. I mean, well, having nightmares isn't a common occurrence. I'm I'm kind of on, on on Connor and proper gent side here. Not that I get your point. I do think it's an interesting mm-hmm. idea to where it just kind of if it is an abusive relationship, it's very realistic because most abusive relationships aren't abusive twenty four seven. You know, it's like flare ups and yeah, they'll stay around because it's not. Yeah, normally they're fine, but then whenever it is bad, it's really bad. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of was so teed up for such an like intense like at least some character resolution at least a little bit after that last one and we don't even see them like apologize 
I think I feel like if they just included a small chapter that was him apologizing, I'd be definitely okay with the idea of like skipping over a lot of it, making it towards more meaningless as a way to show that it's an abusive relationship. But I don't know. It seems like I don't know. It's weird. Definitely not worthy of the title nightmares. <laughs> in my that that was I I don't know. Maybe it was just, I was just jarred. Like I was like I have no idea where this came from because. There needs to be, I understand if you're just trying to do flash, like, again, pockets of time that you look at and you examine in the book. It's actually a very creative way to go about this. But what I would have to say is there has to be a li- at least some structural con- structural consistency. There has to be uh, the characters moving on and going forward. Because if it's going to be this book where it's like flashing forward and flashing back, and there's just all chaos, basically, to the book, that's not an interesting read. At all, because I'm confused. I'm I'm like sitting here, like wondering, like, well, so where does this take place? Is this immediately after? Because there are things in previous chapters that would make you think it happened before the first chapter. Is there anything in order with this? Are we going to three, find you know three chapters later that they're going to finally conclude that thing and just have a bunch of random chapters dropped in between it? I I it, it's unsettling to say the least. I mean, I do think that I don't know when this one happened because it does seem like. It was earlier in the relationship, right? But who knows? Well, that's why I'm thinking, right? That this is so. I think this happened. Like again, I think the ordering's all wrong. So I don't know if he just writes a chapter and he's like, "I just want a part," and he hasn't organized them correctly yet, because there there was already chapters where, like, literally, it was well established. Oh, you've already said it eighty second two times in a day. That's your record, you know. So like, they're cl- there's cl- like you know that feels like something that would be later on in the story, you know, where he's sick and tired of hearing "I love you." But now we're at this point where like Fred is like being the or Berber's being the insecure one in the relationship. So I just there's no consistent timeline whatsoever for this. Okay, you guys- I would have to agree. I want to see where it goes. I'm I'm hesitant to fully condemn it yet. It just depends on where if we if we go back like if this is part of like a like a, a theme like a concerted like we get effort. 500 IQ'd at the end. Like yeah, like he's been playing 40 chess the entire time. Yeah, if it if it I mean I'm I'm not holding out a lot of hope for that because there's been a lot of pointless meandering throughout all of Gay Tales and a lot of dropped threads and a lot of omission of the most important interesting parts. So I'm not holding out a lot of hope. But I'm holding out a little bit. You did finally get to learn why he was at the circus. It only took... Why what? Oh, yeah, why he was in the circus. It only took two and a half stories. Or series, actually. Actually, yeah, about two and a half. Okay, you guys ready to start the next chapter? I'm so ready. Sad Max. Redhead came back home a little down. He closed door behind him, resignated, and goes to the bedroom. Inside, the dwarf was standing on the chair, reaching for the self where he keeps his old newts. He was reading one of the pages when he noticed his boyfriend. Hey, what happened? He lo- he asked, cornered. Redhead looked right, avoiding eye contact, and rubbed his elbow. Max, what happened? Berber quickly stands down and goes to him, grabbing him by the arms. Max looked at him with surprise. How do you know it's me? I didn't say anything yet. Fred is scratching his cheek when he's disturbed, not rubbing elbows. I like to think I'm quite good at recognizing my boyfriends, thank you very much. Max looked surprised hearing these words. He said, 
Fred is your boyfriend, not me. People don't even like me. I'm not people. And who the hell told you you're not my boyfriend? <laughs> I'm not people. <laughs> you and you, Fred are always so lovey-dovey. But whenever it's my turn... Just because I'm lovey-dovey with Fred doesn't mean I don't love you! Berber said angrily. Fuck, Max, I'm dating both of you. You're as mu uh, much a part of Fred like Fred is part of you. Sure, I often shush you, but that's because you have the tendency to show up in the worst moment possible. Well, I'm sorry for being just a second and worst personality. That's not the problem here, Max. You're not second. There is no first and last. But I am the worst one here. Say it. I am all the flaws, while Fred is all the best. <laughs> ho, 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 boah. Fred has as many flaws as you, and probably even more. <laughs> Berber laughs. And you have a lot of bright sides, too. You're much more energetic than him, have a sense of humor, and you're honest. What were you even doing? Nothing. Just thinking. You should stop doing this then. And become like Fred. Please. Oh gosh, you're right. No, no, think as much as you can. I couldn't stand two Freds. They laughed together for a while. Then the dwarf hugs Max and said... Maybe I don't say it as often as I should, but your love, Max. I love you, and I love Fred. Even if you two drive me crazy sometimes. <laughs> he closed his eyes and started rubbing circles on Max's back. When you feel like I don't give you enough attention, just say it, okay? Okay. Max enjoyed a hug for a while. You know what? I think... I think my butt is having not enough attention. Burble chuckles at this. <laughs> Don't push your luck, smarter pants. Enjoy the hug while you can. Sure, sure. One day my butt will receive enough attention. <laughs> I tell you. To be slapped, maybe. <laughs> if that's your kink, baby, then be my quest. Oh, by the gods, Max, shut the fuck up. He laughs and hugs Max even more. The end of that chapter. I can't help but notice that even when he's trying to reassure that he loves Max, that he loves him, he has to mention Fred. So he says, maybe I don't say it as often as I should, but you're loved, Max. I love you, and I love Fred. Like, he said already that he loves Fred and Max. Like, it's that was the time to just say, I love you and no one else. Or just to not even bring up, you don't need to bring up Fred. Yeah. You know? You could just be like, yeah, yeah, and it definitely seems like Max is defined through Fred, and it seems like Max has that definition of him inside himself, and it seems like Berber even defines Max as the other Fred. Yeah, they're defining Max in terms of what he's not. Exactly. He's so where Fred is shy and insecure, Max is very secure and very sort of arrogant and outgoing. I'll, as far as I've been able to gather, we get very little screen time with this character. Could we say that Max is the not Fred? Like the opposite of Fred? He's defined by the voids left in Fred's personality. That's a depressing existence. <laughs> First, you're not allowed to come out for more than an hour a day, and then you're defined it also entirely means by that another person is Fred. Also, it just means that Berber's not very... Berber, like, you know, 
it can't has this has just choice paralysis because he can't choose between Fred and the exact opposite of Fred. But yeah, yeah. But that was that was a weird chapter in my. It was I don't. It's nice to see some some development for Max, but a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just waiting for more. I just need some more. I need more. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. This is called Tell Me What to Do. This was the night like every other night. Well, maybe not like every other. They were sitting on the bed facing each other and touching their hands. Between those two were a lot of intimate moments like this one. Hugging, cuddling late on the bed, even walking naked in front of each other. For Berber, that was enough. He was happy sharing little kisses with his boyfriend. But sometimes it wasn't enough for the other one. And Berber knew that. Lots of his previous relationships ends because of his way of living. Fred was another story. He accepted the way that Berber is, so the dwarf treasured every moment with his companion he could. Tonight was similar. They barely remembered who started, but they ends close to each other kissing, at first shyly sharing small kisses along their face, then more deeply with every feeling they share, hands and legs tangled around each other in embrace. Soon one of them became too eager and exited, and this could be felt through the intensity of their kiss. Berber put his hands on Fred's cheeks and ends their kiss with a heavy breath. Fred... He said. Yeah, I, I know, sorry, said the redhead, panting. They stay like this for a while, trying to catch their breaths, sitting on a bed, Fred's hand still around Berber, while Berber had his cheek at Fred's cheek, stroke, storking gently with their foreheads, touching. We are together for some time now, Freddy. I, I, I know, I'm sorry, I try to... Fred looks up. Dumbass, let me furnish first, will ya? Berber said with a smile. What did I do again? Did Max did something again? There was a panic rising in higher man voice. Fred, God damn it, let me finish! No one did anything wrong. Trust me. Oh no, wait. Maybe this one time when you... Please, we, we were talking about this. <laughs> Unison laughs a little and said... What I was trying to say is... He grabbed Fred's hand. That we are in this together for some time now. Fourteen months, twenty-one days to be precise. Yes, that's the number. And that's the longest relationship I ever had. The other one ends because I never gave enough. You basically give gave me my, my money and let me into your house and let you use your stuff... I mean six, Fred. Oh, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> awkward as fuck if you won't stop interrupting. Oh, I'm fucking nervous. Bald now, Berber. I am going to interrupt you. I, you, you're, you're going to break up with me. Wait, wait, what? Dwarf looked with <laughs> surprise at the other man. What are you talking about? The kissing? Max and me pretty much at attention mode talk about your ex who left you because of sex whoa whoa stop right there berber grabs fred's head in both his hands again this night and looks him in the eye stop rambling and listen to me boy i was trying to say that relationships are based on compromise i can't be the only one happy here i have my needs and you have yours i probably won't even enjoy all this but what i'm trying to say is that i'm willing to try something with you 
I want you to be as happy as I am now. So, so just tell me what to do. But after all, they ended up talking about emotions and stuff because Fred was too flushed, embarrassed, and shocked to do anything. The end of that chapter. So we see here that Berber's timid, right? We've gotten that impression before. He's Max is the one, or the Fred is the one who's got the sexual feelings, and Berber's was okay for it not to be sexual. Right. So I guess the was the previous part where it was like they be, they became sexual, they're comfortable with it. Was that like a prologue? And this is actually now we're actually seeing no I, that happening. I think this is because they weren't ever like sexual, sexual notes. I think those were like because like you know, well there was a, there was a point where they earlier uh last episode where they were saying oh and eventually they did become sexual and you know even more surprising it was comfortable or like they were cool with it but like here it doesn't seem like they've been was it sex because i feel like if there was a part whenever it mentioned that they had been having sex i I would have remembered because that's (laughs) such a a milestone sexual sexual activity activity. is a little broad right Right. not necessarily Mm -hmm. not having sex but like you know uh all types of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's weird that Berber was so, like, handsy at the beginning, and now we're finding out he's asexual. That's what I'm saying is, like, my whole impression of him was very, very different. It was yeah. just kind of perverted, yeah. like, he's trying to get, you know, take advantage of this young guy. <laughs> and then now it's, 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 the, the tables opposite. have turned, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of his relationships ended because he wouldn't have sex. That's so surprising. That's so interesting. So, he, I think he was just a tease for the longest time. He was just a I tease. Think, yeah. Yeah. And that's why he probably went to relationships and they thought, or, oh, they're dirty boys, you know, like, and then, like, he doesn't do anything. It's like, what the fuck? He's just like, like oh, I, I just want to sit naked with you. Oh, he's not a tease. No, it's just, remember, his charm is all he has. It's all he has. So he can't help it. <laughs> his <laughs> charm is all he's had. Yeah. He's got a pretty face and some ass-licking technique. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is I don't think that he meant it as like ass licking, you know. Yeah. He meant it as like ass whooping, I think. Or maybe like ass kissing. You know? or, I thought it was. Or, I thought it was ass. Or kissing. ass kissing. Sorry, that's probably what I mean. But it definitely wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> ass whooping. He's just going around like I'm pretty. Oh like, uh, yeah. You You're right. He's not violent, but yeah, I guess it was. Ass oh, kissing. he's a little violent. Yeah. But yeah, so I want you. That is interesting. He did have to eat shit for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is kind of an ass kisser if he wasn't able to move out of that position. <laughs> so, uh, this next chapter we're sadly going to have to skip because it's just too gosh darn raunchy for it to, to air on are this podcast. Are you serious? Are you, are you looking at the chapter right now, Connor? I'm just skimming the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel bad for Connor because Connor's been wanting this payoff for so long and then we're just cheating him out. I am, to be honest, you guys, yeah, I've, that's what I've been thinking. <laughs> and I'm a little cheated right now. I mean, I know it's going to be explicit, but like. Have you read? Th- I mean, have you read down to the middle? I. I mean, there's it's a lot. There's just so you got, much. You guys want to do it? I think we should do it. Like, I feel bad for you guys because you're gonna. I never thought I'd sit here, like, you know, with some friends, like, <laughs> reading erotica together <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> but like, the, the context kind of encourages this. <laughs> Maybe we could censor it a little bit. Uh, no. No, nah, dude, like, the people have been waiting. 
to, for this episode of Gay Tales for so long, <laughs> you don't want to rob like the listeners. I, maybe we should just give a warning right now, and then yeah. later on we'll put a time sec stamp of like, hey. There'll be an explicit content tag on this episode. Like, really, do not listen to this episode, like, you know. Yeah. Like, I know we're already explicit, but we need, like, an or explicit. Or maybe, for- if you've stuck with us this far, definitely do listen to this episode <laughs> to get what you fucking came for. <laughs> Why do you, you think you're on archive, archive of our own? If you're listening to a cake tail saga <laughs> where it's men coming of sexual age to have sex with each other, and you are now surprised when we do the sex thing, you're the asshole here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, again, what if what, what if like this was all just a meta thing with us and our audience to tell them like what it feels like with the characters, how they're frustrated, how they can't get oh. what they really want? Oh, that might even be <laughs> We're better in the headspace of our characters. Yeah. This is some method acting. Yeah. <laughs> We're reading the damn thing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets weird, you're the guys the ones that. <laughs> I will voice anything you don't want to voice. Uh. Uh. So this is, I guess we're doing it. This is a, maybe Max should do it. You need a semi I gotta pull this up. For it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, send, I'll put the link in the Discord. Uh, is this Fickwad or Fiction Press? Uh, archive of our own. That's where Gay Tales is. <laughs> oh my god, it has a warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to click through to it. Uh, 13 people other than us have read this. So, deep cut. Well, I'm sure some of them have been us. Yeah, okay, that's true. All right. You ready? I am ready. <laughs> uh, again, one more one more one more warning. Yeah. Uh if you do not want to hear a gay sex scene, skip this part of the podcast cuz that's what's happening. What does it matter if it's gay? It's true love, okay? It is true love. Yeah, dude. And it might be in a little bit of an abusive relationship that we don't fully understand. <laughs> but damn it, that's the best we're going to get. So they were lying in bed. Unpleased groan could be heard. Ugh, I told you so many times before that I'm ready to do this with you. Berber groaned again, but this time he also fell on pillow with frustration. I'm sorry. I really am, but I can't. Fred said while hiding his face in his hands, sitting with crossed legs. Embarrassing. Why always gotta be so useless? Okay. Just to be sure. Why this time? Dwarf asked, almost curious. To be honest, he already knew the answers. (sighs) Because you won't like it, I won't like using you like this. Blah, blah. Because I'm looking so old right now, while you're still so young and so handsome, and it seems so wrong. Even if in reality you're older than me. Blah, blah, bullshit. Because I won't forgive myself if I hurt you. Especially like this. That's embarrassing. Oh, Fred, you're embarrassing. (laughs) Sorry, I can't. And so pure, and I I just uh, can't. What kind of pussy you are, Fred? I'm afraid that... I'm so confused here. Is this the narrator? Yes, this is the narrator. (laughs) The narrator's just 
Yeah, Harp and Fred. I'm afraid that you'll find it gross, that you think I'm, that I'm a pervert and gross. Uh, uh-uh. You're the more normal, only in terms of sexuality, person in this couple, you dumbass. I hope today's reason would be at least funny. <laughs> <laughs> Redhead blushed like... The narrator's had enough of this shit. The narrator's also very frustrated. <laughs> just wanted to happen. I wonder if Kay tells her he's like super horny when he was writing this. Like, <laughs> he's like, you fucking idiot, Fred. I gotta write this build up and I can't stand it. <laughs> Redhead blushed like raspberries. His hand's still on his face, but this man, while so ashamed, also had his ears all pink. Dwarf already noticed it so, so, so many times. Ah. Uh, uh. I just, today I thought I would manage, but I'm so stressed, you know. It would be our first time, your first time, even if you don't care about it much. Hey, but at least it won't be your first time. Shouldn't you have more courage? Well... Technically, he sighed. What? You lied to me, or what? Or Max? <sighs> oh, okay. I think we have the the dialogue flipped. Is dialogue backwards? Yeah. I mean, there was no way. Yeah. So it was supposed to be Fred's first time, but then he's like, "No," and then he's like, "Oh, was it Max?" And then. We get to this statement, which is Fred. Uh, what? You lied to me or what? Or Max? Let's say I wasn't my much myself back then. Maybe a bit Max-ish. Maybe a bit drunk. Maybe lonely as fuck. I don't know, man. He said, this time looking at Dwarf with his sorry face. Well, maybe that's your problem. Maybe Max should do it. He said with a grin on his face. He didn't mean that. Actually, he was much more keen on giving his body to his lover than to his sociopath crazy alter ego. <laughs> That's so mean. They're dating, yeah, Max. So, They're dating Max, too. So there's so, the answer. So he does definitely have... He has uh, a preference. A preference, yeah. A strong preference. He doesn't even describe him as his lover. He's his lover's sociopath crazy alter ego. Which is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> But he said that he's willing to do it like months ago already. Exactly seven months and five days. Fred always found himself good alibi to not do it. Sometimes even when he was catched on action, like touching himself in the toilet, he would refuse any cuddle or help and rather got a bit pissed at Berber that he is getting in the way while it, while he was in the middle of something. <laughs> yeah, you're a master me. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm right here. I'll have sex with you if you want. No. No. <laughs> I no. need to finish. No. I can't finish with you offering to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> also, mornings went not so sexy. When Fred got boner, morning would or just boner, because Berber would wiggle his butt on his partner lap, knowing that or not, Redhead used to only apologize about it, and then he usually took cold shower. Maybe it was hard to get him to do anything, and asexual man got quite disturbed. Why his boyfriend prefer his own hand rather than Berber's body? Maybe man pride <laughs> will strike this time. 
What did you say? Fred asked. His face turned fast towards Berber's, dangerously close. Uh, Well, I said... He tried to speak while sitting on his bed. I know what you said, but... God damn it. Then fine. Fine. I'll do it. Uh, You want to be top or bottom? I mean, not in position, but... He turned red again, but then he shook his head. Okay, keep it cool. Uh, uh, You want me in you or you in me? He said at one breath, making the most weird face that Utilison saw. He raised one eyebrow, then after a moment he chuckled. Stupid, it's not about me. Either way, we'll be okay. Do however you wish. Just do it already, you jerk. He smiled, cupped Redhead's face, and kissed him. He was already impatient. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is actually... This is confusing. Gay tells you need to learn how to edit. (laughs) Damn. If not now, then when the fuck? Fuck. Literally. Fred was sitting here in awe, but eventually continued the kissing. At first, he was still frustrated and shy, his face burning red and hot, white, which Dwarf could feel on his hands, which he was still holding his face, and he kissed soft and sweet. Then he tried to relax a bit, but it was hard, and actually with ever deeper kiss, not only remaining calm was harder. Berber took chance and sat even close to his love, his sat exactly on his lap, his butt gently swinging, delicately touching his rising member, his arms around his back, hugging him tight. Yegar's expectation already could be observed as a bulge on his panties got bigger, and believe me, it did with every rubber. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, like skim reading. <laughs> Come on, you gotta be more passionate with this. You're not gonna come okay, I'll go a little, a little more. <laughs> My roommates are just in the other room <laughs> listening to just me saying this. They want to hear how the story goes. <laughs> <laughs> They're curious. Uh. Jaeger's excitation already could be observed as a bulge on his panties got bigger. And believe me, it did with every rougher kiss and soft swing of dwarf hips. He was also embracing his other half, his hands wandering on his back. His fingers stopped. I love me a soft swing of dwarf hips. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet, sensual swaying of a dwarf hip. His fingers stopped at edge of Utilison's pants. He hesitated a bit, but after a second, he slipped his fingers a bit inside, grabbing, g- g- gently grabbing his butt. Oh, what an awesome butt it was. He always l- liked looking at it, but in his hands, it felt so soft and tender. He got so much distracted that he didn't even notice the roof also grabbed his butt, but not bare. After that, Fred got some idea. Hey, uh, kid, you lie on your back. Or you know what? Fuck it. He said his arms around Dwarf's back, and then he bent him over, and then now both of them finally lie in bed. After that, he standed up a bit, got Utilis and spread out, and then bended himself over to kiss him again on the lips. Finally, Berber thought, having enough of shy boyfriend. I mean, he loved him and loved teasing him, also that cute, embarrassed face he made, but how many times could they try to fuck and actually never do it? <laughs> <laughs> black-eyed man's kisses wandering away from the lips. He started with soft kisses. Is that the lead singer of the Black-eyed Tees? <laughs> black-eyed man's. Black-eyed man's. He started with soft kisses on Dwarf's face, cheeks, nose, and forehead. Then he began to slide his track lower, kissing and naping his neck, biting it delicately, his hands on Berber's chest, massaging it tenderly. That got response in quiet gasp. <gasps> you like that? <gasps> <laughs> 
Fred asked with a wide smile on his face. He wanted to make this foreplay as cute and rewarding for his sweetheart as much as he could because next part would be only about his needs. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> Let's make this foreplay nice and good because this next part is going to be only about my needs. <laughs> it's, it's raw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He couldn't deny it. That was nice. He even got small goosebumps. Good. You're important here too, you know. You and your needs. He said, and he again put his lips on Utilisin's body. This time, this time he just marked up with kisses way to the lower part of his love, going slowly from chest to belly, and then he stopped. Shall I? He asked, while again playing with edge of his pants. Y- yeah. Do anything you wish with me," he said with a sweet smile. <laughs> he was just good, too good for Mage, who was totally aware of that. Redhead undressed him and bent him over, placing rough kiss on his lips while his hand was down there rubbing Berber's dick. Though Fred wasn't looking down, he was too embarrassed and aroused and couldn't play so cool anymore. Of course, he knew that it won't be so rewarding for his boyfriend, not even much pleasant, but he gave it a try. <laughs> this is kind of a sad sex scene. Can I undress you? Asked Blue-Eyed after a while. Mage only nodded, still ashamed to show Berber his erected penis. A while after both of them were naked, they cuddled a bit, more tension with every kiss and touch. Fresh played his hand suggestively on Bard's ass, and with a nod, he slowly put his finger inside. He massaged his muscles gently with no rush. After a while, he pushed another finger there, and he moved them a bit faster. Eventually, Redhead took out his finger, stood next to bed, got from under it rubber. You know what it's made of. And some kind of lubricant. He prepared himself, making sure he would be slippery enough, or even a bit too much, to not hurt his precious BF. Are you ready? I, I mean, can I? He lost his words. Face all red, penis in his full length and hardness. <laughs> this is such an awkward scene. With pleasure. Dwarf joked with a cute smile. And so they fucked. Their bodies tangled together. Fred on top hugging Dwarf, and he having his arms around man's back and legs wrapped around his waist. At first moves were very slow and gentle. Fred, with every change of speed, asked if that's right, and, and kissed Berber lots of times, whispering into his ear repeatedly between his painting that he loved him. He also kissed and bited his ears a couple of times, which resulted in quiet gasps and goosebumps. Hey, hey. you can finish now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Said between his breaths, Berber. Uh, oh, you want me to? But I don't want to end yet. He pouted playfully. Indeed, he never felt so good in his entire life. He never thought that he would feel so peaceful and loved. And this pleasure was also so overwhelmed. But let's say he didn't want to be egoistic. A little while of pounding later, he was done. He felt... <laughs> It just goes from like this intense prose about. It tells you romantic. It goes from the romantic, like, and then he pounded him. <laughs> he fell exhausted gently on his boyfriend, hugging him and also still being in him. <sighs> you know that I love you? He said, still with heavy breath. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know. 
He was also panting. Yeah, you, you said it today. 121 times. New record. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that sounds bad. <laughs> he laughed, but after a while of cuddling, he stood up. Fresh up a little, and then he was back in bed, cuddling again with his soulmate. So, how was it? Berber asked with a smile. Awesome. He said, with his face seemingly exhausted but happy. And red, of course. But how was it? Oh, yeah, sorry. But how was it for you? Not this horrible, I hope. Nah, it was okay. I respect lots of cuddles you managed to give. He said with a smile. But you know, I won't be able to sit for a week. My ass hurts like that. OMG, sorry. I I didn't mean to. I hope you still love me anyway. I was just joking. Sorry, it's kind of sore, but I'll live with it. Berber said, placing small kiss on Frederick's forehead. His name's Frederick? Frederick. <laughs> They kissed again and both almost went to sleep. But then... Uh, What my eyes see? What's going on here? Excited voice disrupted sweet nap. Uh, Max, go to sleep. I'm exhausted. (laughs) But I'm so excited. Just like, wait, we did it? Finally we did? Yeah, sort of. Or, oh... Rather, I would say I did it with Fred, not you. Take that, man. <laughs> you sociopath. <laughs> Damn! Such a moment I missed it. Shit! <laughs> Glad you did. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Was it this bad? Oh, no. Don't tell me this dick hurt you. <laughs> I mean, Fred is a jerk, not our dick. Our dick did it to you. (laughs) Had to do it to him. Shut up. Just go to sleep. Write with him details if you want, but my booty hurts already. And you're such a pain in the ass now, too. He said with half-lidded eyes. Okay, I get it. It was nice to see you after that. You look cute. Try it more often. He chuckled and cuddled to his boyfriend. Then both of them fell asleep. That wasn't too explicit. explicit. I mean, it's like HBO. Yeah, it was definitely bad, but it wasn't like... It wasn't too... Did it it match your frustration, Connor? Yeah. Um, Were you satisfied? I would say so. I Yeah, I would say so. There there were some good laughs. There were some good verbiage. Uh, I think it was a good moment, and then there's some interesting stuff afterwards. So there's some interesting, like the way, like why was Berber so? Was Berber not happy with? He was Kyrie? not happy. I don't think. I don't think he enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, he did it. I mean, he's he's asexual, so he's not really a. He's not gonna enjoy. You're right. Yeah. He's not gonna enjoy a period. He's doing it. He's doing it to satisfy his partner. Mm-hmm. But he's not really. It's not a thing he'd seek out if it wasn't to make someone else happy. I really it, like, it was a literal pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the dichotomy right here, where it's like. Fred is like exhausted and like he has this overwhelming fee- feeling of like pure love and joy and peace and pleasure. And then it's next sentence, 
a little while of pounding, <laughs> like just that immediate <laughs> just jump from like this flower language to, and then he fucking pounded. <laughs> Man, nailed it. So yeah, uh, let's move on to the last story. We're gonna last part we're gonna do today. Called Max needs some love. So some context. Max does need some love. That ending part, I don't remember it being so anti-Max. Like that was. I'm glad we read it. So yeah. we had this. Context. We had that context. Yeah. Of, like now we know that Berber's not happy with Max at this point. Yeah. I don't know if the it was the narrator supposed to be Berber or was the narrator just like the author really fucking horny at the beginning. I would guess the author really. He's author. And then yeah, it's author. <laughs> yeah, so like in the last thing Fred said, he, he was like. Or the narrator said he he chuckled and cuddled to his boyfriend. It's in quotes. So, so it's in quotes his. So like Max knows it's not he's not the one. And which is like a so thing, he's getting jealous. We thought we went over like this being like you know solved earlier, but it, it clearly hasn't been, right? Uh huh. <laughs> but I also like too how we speculated that like what if it changes in the middle, you know? <laughs> and th- this is pretty darn close to it's that. It's Pretty close. Yeah. Is essentially right afterwards. Even though I think for Fred that's better because he wouldn't have to deal with any insecurity about Berber being unhappy, mm. which he apparently is a little not not too happy about what happened. Looks like Mac Max need some love. Yeah, Max needs some love. They were together now for they were now together for some time, and also some time had passed since they did it. Obviously, Fred knew that his boyfriend wasn't too excited about their sex life, so he didn't push his lucks too much, grateful every time they had chance and will to make love. It wasn't often that they did, but it wasn't too rare, just enough for both of them. Yeah, both of them. Sometimes I always forgot there was something like two of them, with Max being here from time to time. Max, Max, the second ego of Mage, and also a boyfriend of Berber. Troublemaker who used to be kind of lunatic psycho, but nowadays he tried his best to be a good partner for Dwarf, who he was crazy about. Now he knew and felt that he was loved and cared about, even his relations with himself, with Fred got to be better, since both of them were in a stable and loving relationship. Also, Heroemance, which tempered their temperaments. But let's get back to the topic. Max wasn't here much, but when he was, he always tried to be helpful and get as much gold from Mutualism as it was possible. Jaegar was a total attention who receiver, always waiting for some love, kissing, and hugging, and everything. But even if his body had already sexed with Dwarf, Max was hesitant about his position in all this relationship, feeling that, after all, all this happened not for him. Even after many conversations with the musician, he still, though, that he's not so important here. That he's just a fifth wheel or just like bonus. So even if he felt loved, he didn't feel that he deserved all this. Was this feeling even real? Obviously, he was more perverted in there. Obviously, he had his libido, maybe even bigger than Fred's. But surprisingly, even if his jokes were often sexual towards Berber, he never tried anything. Convincing, begging, touching in improper places, nothing like this. Not like he didn't want it, though. There was a notebook of his and Fred where both of them could communicate and write their demands and thoughts down. There was something written about Berber and their relationship. Often their messages were praising their boyfriend. But remember, he is mine, please, and sure, sure, think like this. But he said, I'm his too. Well, if he said that, then I can't argue, can I? No, you can't, heart. And some rambling. Oh, gods, if you hurt him, then I'll hurt you. Oh, please, oh, please, I would hurt myself personally <laughs> if I hurt our precious BB. Good. Good. 
that you won't try it. <laughs> yeah, they both might be a little crazy. Just multiple like personality that. things. And so on and so on. Surprisingly, nothing about sex from Max. Well, maybe some jokes about how he regrets that he didn't participate in it, but that was all. Two time, some nice evening, when both of them were enjoying sunset view from their home. Hey, Max, can I ask you something? Yes, what is it, baby? He asked, his eyes automatically turned to his boyfriend. Why you never do anything to me, I mean... Oh. Oh. I see already where it is going, baby. He said with chuckle. I guess you do. Yeah. (sighs) This will be an awkward talk about me not being interested in you sexually or something like that. And that would be stupid. You know why? Because if you think that you're prejudiced about my libido and well to foot have sex with you, then no, you're totally right. I'm horny for you, and I would be more than happy to be with you so close, but I don't feel that I should, for your and Fred's sake. I think I had a minor stroke there. I'm kind of (laughs) confused. He ended with soft smile. Oh boy, Dwarf surely had lost his words for a moment. He knew that Max was honest, sometimes even too honest for his own good. But this? Well, if you're wondering, then I wouldn't have anything against it. I wouldn't have any business in it either, as I'm, yeah, I know that you're asexual. Don't worry. I don't have hopes about you squealing from pleasure. Fancies, maybe. But hopes? Me? Never. He said with a bit of sarcasm and chuckle, Dwarf always couldn't help but laugh. You know that you can ask him about it. I know it's complicated between you two since you have one body and two consciousness. Oh, you'll never know how complicated it is. I'm second, unwanted one. That's why I won't ever ask him about this. He would obviously said big no to this. <laughs> he laughed again, but this time in his voice was a shadow of sadness. Then I will talk to him. Berber said with sympathetic smile. That was awkward. You will? Well, that doesn't matter. Thank you, Burby, but I bet that this would only make it harder between three of us. And by harder, I don't mean dicks. Rethink it, again and again, and think of it would be worth a fuss. I don't think it would, he said, taking Berber's hand. But it really means a lot to me that you want to give it a try, he said, placing soft kiss on his cheek. Well... I know that you would think it'd be stupid, especially knowing my lack of interest in sex, but listen, I love both of you, and they're no better or worse. I feel like both of you should enjoy this relationship fullest. Like, it'd be kind of unfair if he could do things like those and you couldn't, wouldn't be? Berber said with concern, after a while of wondering. (coughs) 
then do as you wish. But remember that I'm against this idea, and Fred surely wouldn't be content either. He would bore you, and me to death, saying that I would be too eager and rough with you. And at this point, I'm afraid that he could be right. You're too handsome, BB. You're making me a big sinister. He said with... A big sinister. <laughs> big sinister. He said with a wink and giggle. Well then, I'll get going. Happy dramas. And don't cry on my shoulder after that, because I want you. <laughs> he laughed again. Then his expression changed. Oh, oh my head. The jerk always leaves big mess in my head when we switch so fast. Redhead said, massaging his forehead. Are you okay, Freddy? Dwarf asked, giving him worried look. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit dizzy. My head hurts, but overall it's pretty normal. How is he today? Annoying as always? Oh, come on. He's not that bad. And you know that I love both of you. Why am I always te- I was am telling you two the same information? Well, anyway, good that you ask. We have a big talk to make, so prepare yourself. He said with mysterious expression on his face. Can I say no? I really want to disagree with you right now. Can I? Oh, come on, Freddy. He knew that you wouldn't be happy about this, but maybe try to surprise him. He also have needs in this relationship, you know. He said, hugging Mage. Yeah, I know, but what about your needs? You both are so lovely, as I couldn't even wish you two to be. Think about this. I'm having two marvelous boyfriends in price of one. This is more than I could ever imagine in my entire life. He said with a smile. You don't really have a reason to say no. Especially that I agreed to do it. But he's too easily excited, and Yes, I'm aware of that. I know you too well. And as I said, I agree with this. Come on. I bet that he won't be too rough. He can control himself, even when he says they can't. Just think about it. You don't have to answer now. He said with a soft smile. Well, well then, gosh, I just, oh my, do it if you want, just be careful, okay? He said with resignation in his voice. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah, I know. Thanks for care. He kissed his lips gently. And thanks for this talk. I promise you won't regret this agreement. None of us will. He said with bright face. How can you say no to this big smile? How can you disbelieve words said in this sweet, low voice? The end of that part. The Max needs love. So, how, let's talk about ratings. How, how have you guys' ratings? I thought we were going to finish it. There's still more left. Yeah. Oh no! Wow, we're I'm like, even more frustrated. We got a lot to go. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like how much more to go? Uh, I think we're like halfway through lovers. But we've climaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Evidently, we haven't even begun. <laughs> Connor, Connor just finished over there. Though. Yeah, I'm done. So let's see. We Give are. Give me a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at part of eleven of twenty-two. 11 of what? So we're like essentially oh halfway through, even though some of these later chapter works are a lot shorter. 
So most most of them are very Jeez. short. So we're probably more closer to three fourths of the way through. Oh man. But yeah. Gay Tales, you sure know how to write a lot. <laughs> and he sure is passionate. I'll give him that. Sure is yeah. passionate. I'll give him that. So uh let's uh let's change up the order a little bit. Uh Thomas, let's ha- what are your thoughts and ratings on the series so far? Especially the little bit we just did. Um I'll, I'll, I'd be lying if I'm saying I'm not feeling a little bit of, of uh, fatigue. I think we're finally getting some good character development with uh, Max, especially. But it's come after such a you know so many kind of false been here for six hours and blind time. alleys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been here for literally twelve hours, and I think I feel like there's a lot of post hoc revision that goes into Gay Tales. I don't know. I haven't looked at like the publication dates, but I have a feeling that he might go back and like insert things in the middle or that some things might get jumbled up somewhere because like, you know, the, the, the summary stuff we were doing at the beginning of last episode just makes no sense. Cause I thought it was going to like, I thought there'd be like a coherent flow to it. And now there isn't. Half the time he summarizes it at the beginning of the work, you know, it seems like he'll like start out the work yeah. with the paragraph being like, they were friends for a while. Now they're lovers and they had sex and yeah. So I uh, I did like seeing this last chapter with some character development with Max, and I feel like we're getting a clearer picture of who Max is. Um, I just I feel like a little bit of that will they won't they spark has gone, but I, I'm we're in it for the long haul. We have to we have to find the end. Also, I'm kind of annoyed that the whole thread with the really intense argument. Like I was fine with it be- earlier because I thought it might go somewhere, but it didn't. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed. And so retroactively. I'm much more angry about that than I should be. Um, just because that was the most interesting part of the entire story so far. It was like, it took the sort of character flaws that we knew about and it like had a fight based off of them and it felt logical and it felt real and it felt dramatic. And now it's just back to this like, yeah, sure they had sex, but like, what did it Lovey dovey, you know, fluff nonsense, right? There wasn't like, a fight for it. You know, there wasn't like any, you know. Yeah. It just felt like, you know, inevitable. And it was like, from both their characters' perspectives, too, like, even in-universe, it's like, neither of them really want... I mean, Fred wanted to have sex, but he was unwilling to initiate. And Berber doesn't want to have sex, but he wants to do it because he knows Fred wants to. So it just feels obligatory. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, get, I can get that. For both the characters and the... And the so is that really what... Maybe uh, that's what it's going to be. At the end, it's, that's going to be the big overarching lesson, is like, uh, the relationship is is everything but sex. It's so much more. Than sex. What 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 was so valued to them in the beginning was so so was their friendship. Yeah, exactly. I think the problem is that we're like retroactively putting our good ideas into it, so we're <laughs> disappointed. We're always like, oh, you know, like then maybe this will happen. So this, you know, and it's like it's not. It's, it's not going to happen like that. But it's it's, not, it's hard I just to lost speculate. confidence in Gay Tales's overarching story structure. It's hard. Case. It's hard to speculate. Just I should have. I should have never gained that confidence. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> really earned. It, it wasn't earned. It was never warranted. We just hoped because that's our biggest complaints with Gay Tales have always been story structure. Like he keeps skipping over things that we need to know about and not spending time enough on things that we do care about. And I guess now it's it's finally hitting me that he's not going to get better. Yeah. I feel like he's just gonna keep me frustrated, I mean, giving us tantalizing little glimpses. Of I feel good. like now I'm in an abusive relationship with Gay Tales because <laughs> like things are good, you know. Every once in a while, to keep me hanging around, like oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe it will be a good chapter. You know, we had such a good chapter that time, you know. And then I, I come back <laughs> and we try again, and I'm like, oh, I'm disappointed, you know. Like I, yeah, I think you're in an abusive relationship here, man. Yeah, we are in an abusive mm-hmm. relationship, um, but we're never gonna leave. Nope, we Ain't gotta see this through. 
Because Gage House is too good to us. <laughs> it buys me nice things. Did you guys I notice about that. <laughs> that the sex scene was called Maybe Max Should Do It, which Max mm-hmm. doesn't. So maybe it's foreshadowing that Berber, what if Berber finds out he's not asexual, he's just not attracted to Fred, but he's attracted to Max. I bet Max, because Max, it seems like he was kind of big dick flexing there for a adding, second. We're adding the, the good <laughs> ideas. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. He was there because he was like, maybe it was a good idea that Fred did do it. Because he was like, if I did it, she would have been crazy. I mean, that's the one thing I noticed with the titles. But, yes, yeah, so what, what would your rating be so far, Thomas, updated? Well... We've gotten high. We were high on the first episode. We went low the second. We went high on the third, low the fourth. Where will the fifth take us? Actually, I guess there's been more episodes than that because we split some of them up, but no, still. The fifth one. So this is a sixth one. Yeah, we're on the sixth. This is the sixth one. So kind of high-ish fifth. We were like, all right, that was a good ending point. And then low sixth. Where will the seventh take us? <sighs> So uh, are you gonna give it a rating. <laughs> uh, my rating is unknown. Ooh, I just don't know. Gaytails. <laughs> I'm gonna stick. Gaytails. Gaytails gaslight you. <laughs> Gaytails is gaslighting me. Um, I think Gaytails has got a good. I know two point okay. five now. Uh, Connor. Yeah. Um, I feel like. What has been said that we're projecting <laughs> way too much onto this and hope and being optimistic. I mean, that's a good thing. I think that that's definitely happening. Uh, I just don't know where it's going to go at this point. But I got to say, I don't have high hopes. I think we've you, reached the peak. You, you got you got your frustration removed with that uh-huh. with that that hot and steamy scene. Right. It's just I just don't know like where the huge next arc is going to go, and if I'm going to be interested. I I feel the yeah. fatigue as well. The hype is over, but I mean, you never know. I, I wouldn't put it past K Tales to be able to turn it around because he has before. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not, not having excited. high hopes. No, so I'm gonna just go in the middle, just like a probably, probably go with. I was entertained, at least this time. So maybe, maybe two and a half to a three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, proper gent. One point five out of five. Okay. So, I I gotta agree. This is a definitely lower. Specifically, I didn't. I mean, that last chapter was okay, but I feel like a lot of the chapters we did were just like so. Like, sad Max wasn't great. Um, tell me what to do. What was that one? That was the one where. Uh, oh yeah, they're just like kissing each other or whatever. That one was kind of meh. Same with nightmares. I got to say, the first three chapters we did I, we weren't huge fans of. Uh, yeah. maybe Max should do it. The sex scene That's we true. were we were more fans of, and I feel like Max needs love. So I say for this particular run we went through, there was only like one thing that we really got entertained through. So I got to go with agree with Proper Jane. This is like a one and a half for me yeah. at this point overall for the series. I got it. Yeah, I think I need. Yeah, I need to lower mine as well because I'm thinking about to what I rated. What I've rated is two point five, and I think I rated the initial gay tale story. I did in our first episode is two point five or maybe three. And I enjoyed this a lot less than I enjoyed that. So I'm going to go down to 1.5. Yeah. So I would say as a series overall from Friends 2 now, I still got to stick with like a two and a half. That might go down though, because if this keeps dragging on. Yeah, I think I saw a two and a half for the series. Is it, what it seems like is that like we have reached a what seems like a plot climax. And 
Uh, we don't know where to go with it. I mean, it's like, what are the Marvel movies going to be like after Endgame comes out, you know? Yeah. Like, we're now after Endgame right now. We're at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And that's the question we have to ask Gay Tales. So, yeah, thanks for coming on, guys, and reading some Gay Tales with us. Of course, Gay Tales, you've got to fix the order of your stories, man. You gotta put we don't know order. what's happening. You know, that would, that would help lovers a lot because it wouldn't be 22 works. It would be like... 18 or 17. Let's just come out with like an official timeline, you know, of like how to read them. Yeah, that would be really helpful. Just the expanded universe well, timeline. The Gay Tales, the Gay Tales approved reading list. And Gay Tales, if you get at us, get us, get on the podcast, explain your thought process. I want to know how you work. I've invested so much mental energy into building up this construct of who <laughs> what you country you're from. <laughs> yeah. What country you're from, most of all. <laughs> but also like how you think, man. Get on this podcast. Talk totally. To and also, we could help you to read it. We could do an official Barry Jim's restructuring. We could help you put it in order. And then, you know. I will literally edit your entire story for you. For <laughs> Just get at me. Uh, can you hear the desperation in my voice? I, I like. I, I want Gay Tales to come on this podcast. And I want to talk to him. Because I just, I have questions. So, yeah, I'd say, honestly, if this was organized better, I'd, I'd give it at least one and a half more Harry Potters. Easily, it would just that's, be that's his biggest flaw for sure. Yeah, some useless sections and then the organizational sure. structure. Mm-hmm. Like, even if the useless sections were in the chronological order, because I get like the idea. Like, it's the thing you can't do snippets of time, but then do them in out of order, because then yeah. it's just like you have nothing. I think proper Jim was saying that either the last episode or this one. Like, if you don't, if, if snippets of time aren't at least have some ordering to them, it's just impossible to determine mm-hmm. what's going on. But yeah, so. That's pretty. That's pretty chill. Uh, you guys got any plugs? The mood is low in the studio. <laughs> I'm just sad now. Like I just, I'm just like whatever at this point. You know. This is the dark. You know, like every story structure, they have the dark seventh <laughs> part before they, or the dark sixth <laughs> part before they go to the happy eighth part. <laughs> Everything rebounds. Everything rebounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was pretty fun. Um, any plugs for anybody? Anybody got any things to sell? I'm I'm here to shill for 120 volt AC plugs. They power literally all of my levels. Again, Barry Gems, check us out on Patreon, which we yeah. will have up at this point. Oh, also review us on iTunes. That apparently means something. So, yep, five stars. All the big podcasts. Yeah, we if say you that. like us, five five star us on iTunes. You know, and follow us. And tell your friends. If you hate tell us. Tell your friends as well too. You know. If you hate us, also, also yeah, five stars. Believe get a back nasty us. comment. I feel like we could have been like a lame podcast and been like a douchey podcast and called these plugs at the end earplugs. <gasps> the- <laughs> Got some some earplugs and plugs for your ear. You d- should didn't have to call it douchey because now we can't use. <laughs> yeah, that's genius. Oh, maybe I am using. It. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> you'll accept the man. I'd love to be a douchey podcaster. And every five star review put Connor's a douchey podcaster for using the earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them. Ah. Uh. Yeah, those are all my plugs. I also have a comedy tour coming up. I will be in Indianapolis on the 3rd, uh, Fort Gary on the 15th, and I will be in Chicago on the 21st through the 25th of this month. So, you know, just whatever month, whatever month that, that is, that however long, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll just go my, hang out there and maybe see if you see him. Uh, you'll, you'll find me. I'll plan my tour around this episode. So whenever this gets released, I'll be like, this is when I need to be there. And I'll just be around making jokes at bars. You can find me. 
Yeah, it's not an event. It's just you'll. you'll I call have fun. it my comedy tour because I laugh at the yokels <laughs> in big tit cities like Chicago. Big, big titty cities. Big tit cities. <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess we're out. Big titty cities. Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrageedinpodcast at gmail.com. 